0: Hello, and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 11. I'm host Octavius A. Newman, I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I am
1: here with my co-host, Adam Jigsaw Teteris. <laughs> Is that Jigsaw like the Punisher? Bad guy? Yeah. Like the villain from Punisher? Yeah, that's where I was going. It was was McNulty from The Wire and and Punisher Warzone? Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take Adam Jigsaw, you know? How you doing, Octavius A. Newman? I'm doing
0: all right. You're doing all right? I'm doing fantastic. Good, good. The day day is good. Happy Brown Bag
1: Day Happy Brown Bag Day to you as well. And to
0: all of our millions and millions (laughs) of listeners and subscribers. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, we do. This is fun. I look forward to this every week. If
1: you're in Philadelphia, by the way, any listeners in Philadelphia, uh, I hope you enjoyed your day today Mm -hmm. because it was 80 damn degrees. How about that? Outside. It is in March. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with this. I'm going to just embrace it and walk in it. I think this is not like, an X-Men situation. Really? How so? There's one person who was just born who can control the weather. And he's oh. like, hmm, no, I'm not having this cold. I don't like this anymore. It <laughs> just turns up the heat in Philly. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm really
0: cool with that. I actually. had a good time, you know? I mean, it was a nice day out. Walked around a bit. Yeah. I had a hoodie on when I came outside. I was like, no, sir. This no, no, is no, 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 no. Yeah,
1: no, it yeah. turns into a, a sweaty ordeal. It was a very drastic change, though. Yeah, yeah know, it was. I was bundled up, and yeah. then t-shirt weather thanks everybody for tuning in to comic book junto our weather forecast podcast we're we're really we're happy that you came here for your weather news mm-hmm. your weather predictions and your general small talk and it means that you trust us this is a podcast all about small talk yeah hey man how's the weather How's uh, uh that's uh, literally I the heard, weather question wait, wait you got a new job how's that yeah, no uh, no that you did the, not how's the weather out there okay cool how's your uh how's your sister Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Got to go, bro. I got to see you later. Yeah, later. <laughs> um, how was your week? What'd you do this week? What'd I do this week? I was getting caught up on trade paperbacks this week. I have a bookshelf at home of trade paperbacks of collected volumes of comics that I have not gotten to. And Octavius, I feel guilty about it. Really? I, I feel like I'm, I buy a lot of these books and I think, oh, damn, this is collected. Yeah. I, I need to pick it up. Yeah. And they'll sit for a little while. Same thing happened to me with Saga. With Saga? Yeah, I had oh, a yeah, huge, this.
0: hard cover. Yeah. Now I'm like, when does the next one come out?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm getting caught up right now on low. Rick Remender's low. Okay. And I really enjoy it. And I was picking up the floppies for a little while, the mm-hmm. single issues. Mm-hmm. And it got to a certain point where, I, I don't even know why, but it, it got the cut. And I, I wasn't going to pick it up. It's one of those unspoken anymore. things that happen. Eventually, you just kind of go,
0: you know what? You don't even like, you don't even like make an announcement. You just stop picking up a book. (laughs) Like you don't talk to the book. The book doesn't talk to you. You just look at the book when you walk by and you're like, you know what this is.
1: Do you ever have that feeling when you're in the store, when something new comes out and you were going up to the counter, you're going up to the register and you Mm -hmm. think, I hope they don't notice that I didn't pick up that new book. Is someone going to ask me like, what's your, Hey, Hey, why didn't you, what happened with you? And uh, what's her name? Yeah. What happened with you and love you guys, the things seem last week. Things seem to be were real You're just talking good. about how much you loved her and yeah, all that. What what what's what's going on? What happened? Oh, uh, we're going through a thing right now. You know, we're, we're like we're seeing other people for a little bit. I'm I'm gonna come back. I got to change my Facebook I mean, status. You know, she knows what it is. Like we're always gonna be friends. Low knows what it is. Yeah. You uh, knew what and, this was when you got involved.
0: You knew I was a
1: thug. <laughs> you knew what I was about, girl. I have this feeling. Like, I go through these emotional feelings. Like, look, it's I, it's not you. It's me. It's my budget, babe. It's not you. It's my wallet. And don't tell anybody about that, by Yeah, the way. that's between me and you. Don't spread that around the street. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's I was catching up on low, and I'm really, uh, really enjoying it, actually. That's and I'm great. happier that I'm catching up on it right now in a trade because I, I remember having a difficult time remembering the events that transpired. Mm-hmm. It's easier for me to uh, keep it continuous, keep it fluid by reading that one trade paperback. There yeah. are two trades out now, I believe, and both of them are, are fantastic. What about you? What's your week like? I saw Zootopia. Ooh, and
0: uh Man, I'm hearing good things about that. I'm hearing good things too. It was one of those movies that I was like, I'm good. I have no interest in seeing this movie. Yeah, same. I just no thank you. It seemed like a kitty kitty kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but then my boy Kenny was like, yo, <laughs> Simba Octavius. Sparks, Simba was Sparks was like, you gotta watch it. And I'm like, nah, I'm I'm cool. He's like, Octavius, trust me. And I said, you know. If he's going for it like that, yeah. then, you know, there must be something to it. what do you think? I thought it was very good. I thought yeah. it was way better than I thought. Because it seemed like a G-rated, G-rated kitty thing. Like, but yeah. I wasn't even paying yes. attention to it, really. Uh-huh. Um, when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is very, like, intricate. Like, this is a really heavy, yeah, really kind of heavy, weighty message in this movie. And I think it's good for kids to check out. There's a lot to wade through. Mm -hmm. If you actually watch it, then maybe we can do a Mm one-shot. But um, I really enjoyed it. The word
1: is, it is one of the best Disney animated movies in the past decade or more. That's what I heard. It's getting a lot of credit.
0: When I heard that, I was like, all right. Cause you know how you see the best movie that's come out from Disney, so yeah. da 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 da. Uh-huh, like you uh-huh. know the voiceover guy is the every movie's the greatest movie that's come out ever, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought it was just one of those things. Yeah. What apparently everybody agrees because this is literally the largest opening weekend for a Disney animated film ever.
1: That's unbelievable. Seventy three point seven million dollars. Seventy three, but how, how does that compare against Gods of Egypt? I wonder. Um, that's what I would like to know why we keep taking, I just want to have that as a meter stick. It's way better. (laughs) No, mostly just so I can say, you see that gods of Egypt, you didn't do that. Did you, did you, we We, we've already given (laughs) gods of Egypt everything that they need. Yeah, it's true. That's an impressive amount of money for an animated feature, by the way. Yeah, man. Especially given the fact that you and I were recently talking about Deadpool making records and that was a rated R film. And now the polar opposite, we have a, a Disney animated flick. Yeah. Which is blowing it up. And that knocked Deadpool off of the, like, number one spot. Sorry, Deadpool. Hey. Zootopia is in charge now. It's all good. Maximum effort, though. Yeah, I need to see that. I would very much like to see Zootopia. Yeah,
0: when you check it out, we'll do a one-shot and we'll uh, talk about our feelings.
1: Uh, on movie news, something that I noticed that you popped into our board this week. Bad Boys 3 has a date? It's mm, It's real. It's really happening. It's really real. Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, uh-huh. they're getting the band
0: back together. Uh, so, how do you excited. feel about this?
1: Uh, I am incredibly excited. I'm very excited. I think Bad Boys One and Bad Boys Two <laughs> are both great movies. Yeah, and they're movies that I can put on at any time. They just right. they're good all the time. If, so if you Bad catch Boys it on threes. TV, you can just yeah. And also, I need I need Will Smith as a I, I need a return to form. We we we've brought up Will Smith on this show mm-hmm. through several episodes. Yes. I want to see Will Smith come back to his greatness because I've always enjoyed his movies up until Wild Wild West, maybe. I'm not even worried about everything. I don't even hurt, think I've h- even seen Wild, Wild
0: Wild West. You know how long ago that movie was? It was, it was a long very time. long ago. It
1: was a very long time.
0: I think he's done good things since then. He's done Ali. Concussion was good. Oh, yeah. Tell I the, the truth. truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, Tell the truth. I still haven't seen Concussion. It was pretty good. Although man. I'm hoping that he, I hope he just uses that line and that accent in every movie. He every time he says that. something, no. when he shows up on the scene in Suicide Squad, dead shot. yeah, yeah, tell the truth. Like, why? Hey, why did you say it like? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Hey, okay, all right, sorry. All right. Suicide Squad down. versus the NFL. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. But um
0: I think that this bad boys three is going to make good money. I mean, I want to see Martin come back. Martin's hilarious. Yeah. Martin, like I've shared on this podcast before, I've learned a lot about what funny is from Martin and from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. So seeing those two guys on screen again together, you know, it's like, it's like something I'm really, they already have my money. Now, yeah. of course, they can mess
1: it up and then we'd all be let down. But how would they mess it up? That, like, how do they, in your opinion, how would someone really misinterpret bad boys? You know what I mean? Because bad boys one and bad boys two are both just like wall-to-wall action comedy. That's it. This is it's just action comedy. Right. So I don't know how somebody could step in there and be like, okay, I got this and completely miss them. Give mark. it to the director of Gods of Egypt. Oh. <laughs>
0: Somehow Will Smith <laughs> and Martin <laughs> Lawrence turn up white. They're white. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They turn up white somehow. <laughs> yeah.
0: You just can't resist yourself, can you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. Hey. Those are some dire circumstances. Hey. You know, he yeah. can
0: do If anybody can do it, it's that guy.
1: Uh, that movie comes out where it's slated to come out June 2nd, 2017, a couple years away, but I'm in not a couple years, like a year away. Yeah. It's about, it's about a year, year and some change mm-hmm. away, but that means that we are going to start to see like filming progress, yep. like, probably, uh, uh, shots from the set, that kind of stuff. Will and Martin right getting in shape, man. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. Will's Will, probably already
0: in shape. Will's already in shape. Martin Martin's probably going to be, I haven't shape. seen
1: Martin Lawrence in a very long time. Yeah, no idea what he is up to. I mean, he's probably still funny. How about more movie news? The trailer for Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters, yep. is out. Yes, it is. It is real. It exists. And I watched my one trailer. Hey, you watch? This is it. This, this is, the is it. Now there is a an interesting reaction to yes. this trailer. Yes, a lot of people have a lot of strong feelings. Uh, I don't know if you know this about the internet, Octavia. Tell me because I'm not quite familiar. People tend to have strong feelings. Really? Yeah, yeah, they huh. do. They do on the internet. Yeah, it's a rare thing. Seems
0: like a really peaceful, kind, gracious, merciful, loving, yeah. welcoming, inviting environment. That's Usually
1: weird. we're super curious, and you know we just share with one another very gently. Huh. Uh, this one for some reason, it's a
0: unique scenario
1: is this is a unique scenario. Yeah, how about that, but That's people don't like the trailer. Really. And, I did hear that. And people are judging the film preemptively based on the trailer. Ugh, internet. Which is frustrating. Internet. And couple that with the fact that you have a lot of folks who are uh, doomed in the sense that they already hated the movie because it's an it, almost entirely female cast. I'm not worried about them. Neither am I. Neither am I. Like but, those people who are like, women, Oh, Okay, well, you can just go ahead
0: and, you know... Skip this part. I saw... Still leave um, us five stars, though. I saw a lot of people...
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you for leaving us five stars, but also <laughs> don't want in. your business. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you. Uh, I saw a lot of people making noise about the fact that in the trailer, they established that one of the new Ghostbusters is not a scientist. In fact, she is uh, an employee for the subway system. Right. And folks online are like, no, nah, would never happen. That would never happen. What do you, this is Ghostbusters, yo. I did this, this yo, I'm this sorry. Is, Did you not see Slimer? Ghostbusters. Did you not see? There's a green booger
0: (laughs) sliming people with booger juice. And you're telling me that
1: a woman couldn't
0: work? Whatever,
1: man. Whatever. What did you think? You watched the trailer. This is the only one you're going to watch. This is it. How do you feel? I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun.
0: I'm ready for it to be good. You know what I mean? I was looking forward to it being good. I was excited about it. Um, I, I love seeing the different ladies. I love seeing like where they were going with it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, I must be honest that I'm bringing a lot of excitement to it. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot in the actual trailer that made me go, oh my gosh, this is going to be so great. I think it's just like, I'm excited. So I'm bringing the good kind of baggage. Mm-hmm. The one thing that threw me off, though, the 30 years ago thing... Tell me more. Tell me more. From what I understand, this is a this is a hard reboot. This is 30 years after the original. Right. So so I was under the impression, I could be wrong, that this is a hard reboot, aka the old Ghostbusters do not exist in this movie universe. Mm. So
1: Okay, yeah, I think
0: you're right. That threw me off. I was like, why are we talking about something that happened 30 plus years ago if it's irrelevant? to the story we're telling now. That was confusing to me. And
1: that kind of made me go, okay, wait a minute. What's, what's going on here? I guess it, that's not something that I'm really thinking about, though. I'm like, as far as I'm concerned, you know how you say, I'm going to walk into the movie, you tell me your story, and that's all there is to it? Yeah. Right? No, I have my like, opinion about that. As, as, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to walk into a movie in which they take the premise that I'm familiar with, that there is a team of people who fight against the paranormal, and they get into some hijinks, and it's fun. Yeah, and in in my opinion, I really don't care what else happens. I don't care if they tie it directly to the previous cast and mm-hmm. the previous movies. Mm-hmm. I just want to see this happen. Yeah, um, I'm about it. It feels like reimagining, mm-hmm. and I'm cool with this. If if there is a kind of a re- if there is a reboot that works in my mind, it's one that looks pretty different from the original. Yeah, and I like that. It's a stylistic departure. Yeah. All about that,
0: I guess. As a consu- I guess as a consumer, the issue is I'm just confused. You know, like what yeah. what are you saying to me? Are you saying that this is in the same
1: continuity, or is it not in the same continuity? I'm not upset either way. I'm just confused. Yeah, we're talking like a, a co- continuity wise. It's, I I think it's just going to be confusing until they give us an explicit, yeah, we know all about the other team or they just don't say anything about it. Right. Because there's no way that if, if they're in the same timeline as the other team, they're not going to roll around without anybody ever making a mention of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is, and this is directed by the same guy who did Bridesmaids, right? Yeah, it is. I am very excited. Yeah. Bridesmaids is hilarious. He crushes humor. And those ladies that were in Bridesmaids were hilarious. Yeah. You know, I'm not worried about this. I'm, I'm really excited about this I am, this
0: movie. too. I'm not really worried about it. I mean, I hope that people are able to, you know, go check the movie out and then have real opinions afterwards. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, watch your one trailer, guys, because you know, that's how we go get down. <laughs> watch your one trailer. Forget it. Forget uh-huh. everything you've seen. Uh-huh. And then X amount of time later, go watch your movie. Enjoy it. Then tune in for the one shot that Adam and I are going to do. Then have your opinions. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I tweeted uh, after the trailer came out. I, I, I tweeted, "Look, here's the thing. Anybody who is upset about all female cast taking on the Ghostbusters, I need you to repeat after me. That's right. Say nothing. Okay. <laughs> say zero. Uh, Wait until the movie comes out. Yeah. Sit down and watch the movie. This is what this is what I'm trying to tell you guys. Yeah.
0: Go in to the movie." understanding that they are not here to cater to you and you alone. There are a lot of people they're trying to satisfy. There are old fans, new fans, studios. They got a budget. And, you know, they're trying to make cool stuff for all of us so that it's a win, 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 win a million times. Yeah. So give them a break. Let them put the show together. Mm -hmm. Then have your opinions about it. You don't have to like it. And I'm not trying to censor anybody and tell them they can't have an opinion. But I guess what I'm saying is
1: simmer. Yeah. Simmer down. I, I like that. Just I think that's good. Just insight. simmer. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. Moving on. Moving along. It, hey, have you ever gotten around to watching Supergirl? I it, watched a couple episodes, but I, you know what's funny for me? Once
0: a show gets away from me, uh, like episode four, gone. five, six, seven, it's like, ugh. Like, thinking about trying to catch up, mm-hmm. it's very difficult for me because I am not a, I'll just jump in at episode nine and yeah. see what's going on. Like once I you once you one. drop
1: the leash on that show and it runs off the like runs right out of the block, you're like, well, yeah, that that dog is gone. Yeah, unless I really, really, really want to see it. Like Better Call
0: Saul, I watched episode one, yeah, part of two. Sure, and it's kind of gotten away from me, and I always sit down and go, I'm going to watch this, and then it's like, what'd you say? What'd you say, honey? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's going on? And then you know I end up doing something else, mm-hmm. and also I got to be in the right mood to watch certain stuff.
1: Yeah, I completely understand that, especially with a show like Supergirl, or uh, honestly any of DC's live action shows. Yeah, there's a certain uh, uh, tone to those shows, a certain like cheesiness. It's really over the top. It's kind of wacky. Yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm not always ready for that. I don't know what it is. I'm watching a lot of Mr. Robot, but Fantastic. it's hard to transition from Mr. Robot to watching the flash.
0: Mr. Robot is
1: so it is. Good. It is superb. It's really good. So I good. enjoy it a lot.
0: Like but, that's another one that I'm putting in to the same. Have you seen the wire? Have you seen Breaking Bad? Have you whoa, seen? Sons of Anarchy? Wow.
1: You're, you're putting it all the way up there.
0: Well, to me, it's one of those shows. It's one yeah. of those out of the way, out of the way. This is on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like at first I was kind of like, it's on USA. No, ain't nothing
1: good coming out of I USA. I feel like all of us had that. You know, like, really what what, but, what, uh, what
0: good has come out of USA? Like, is anything good come out of Nazareth? You know what I mean? Is, <laughs> is anything good come out of... That's how I felt. Like, this can't be good. But then I watched a couple episodes I was like, yo, this is really, really good. One of the better shows that's come on. It's really TV, compelling. I think.
1: Uh, so the reason I bring up Supergirl is because I have I found out that Supergirl has been renewed for a second season. Your thoughts? My thoughts, that's fantastic. I'm really excited that this show has a place on, uh, on the scale of all of DC's ventures, of, of all of the shows that they're putting out there, that Supergirl hasn't fallen off. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely an audience for this show. The people who like this show really appreciate it. I'm watching the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I can't stay up to date with it, but I, I have a, a subscription on iTunes for the whole first season.
0: Now, does that actually give you the episodes like you own them? Yeah, or are I you mean, like, like
1: streaming them originally. I feel like in 2016, ownership of digital media is a very different definition. I guess, is it a part of your library or are you streaming it? It is a part of my library. Gotcha. It is in my iTunes library. And I get an email every time a new episode comes out, and it says, hey, this, this new episode is available. If you want to download it, you can download it right now. Yeah. If you want to wait on it, that's cool, too. Uh, I, I really enjoy the show. I, I'm actually watching it with my dad. My dad is the one who turned me on to it. Mm-hmm. He's a huge Superman fan. Yeah. And he's really enjoying Supergirl. And it's been great. And they got renewed. Man, it's all celebration as far as I'm concerned. I'm just happy it has a home. In the pantheon of DC stuff. Yes. Right? Like it, it deserves it. It totally deserves it. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's transition to a little Marvel news
0: and into comic book news. Um, Black Panther is coming out with his own individual comic book coming out of Marvel.
1: Yeah. Very excited. Super excited.
0: Very excited. Tanahasi Coates is writing the book, same guy who wrote The Beautiful Struggle. Um, and, you know, writes many other things. Um, and he wrote a little article, there's a little article that came out today about, you know, his feelings about writing, writing Black Panther and how that was different from writing articles, writing books, and how writing comic books is a different way of attacking things. Yeah, You you read that, right?
1: I read that I, I was really moved by it and I was actually reminded of what you and I do by way of Tanahisi Coates' words, I mean, really? the way that he explains the 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 way that he approaches writing a comic versus writing journalism, and also um, the way that he approaches the character of Black Panther, mm-hmm. and he, there's an excerpt in here in which he asks a few core questions that that uh, are pushing him toward this storyline with the Black Panther. He says, "Quote: Can a society part with and triumph over the very plunder that made it possible? Hmm. E.g." Racism and and racial crisis. Mm -hmm. He also asks uh, in Black Panther, there's a simpler question. Can a good man be a king Hmm. and would an advanced society tolerate a monarch? Heavy. And then he goes on to say, this is the thing that really resonates with me. I love this. He says, the questions are what motivate the action. The questions ultimately are more necessary than the answers. You know what?
0: This is the kind of stuff that when people talk about comic books, I want to refer them to stuff like that. read this. Like, this is substance. This is meaty. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, when I tell people, yeah, I read a lot. Well, what do you read? And I start rattling off comic books. They're like, come on. I mean, books. Mm -hmm. It's like, my dude, these are books. Yeah. Like, I read all the time. I read every week. I read
1: every day. These are published ideas. Like,
0: this is legit storytelling that i read all to all all the time Mm -hmm. so when i start seeing stuff like that and i saw a video that he said he's like you know i want to really add something to the black panther like storyline and i want this to be the best black panther run ever i'm like that's what i'm talking about yeah that's what i like to hear yeah like a dude coming into this and going i'm taking this seriously yeah i'm not like oh i'm writing funny books yeah like no i did research i dug down deep and now I'm coming up with a product that I want to be the best thing that Black Panther has to show for itself. Right. That's, yes. Right. Sign me up for that. You already have my money for as many, many, you know, issues as you're doing.
1: It seems like he, he mentions he's doing an 11 issue run. Right. And uh, it'd be exciting if if the book turns out to be really excellent. It'd be exciting if he stayed around for more. I also know that Ta-Nehisi Coates has a lot going on in his world. So maybe doing a very long run of black Panther isn't a a top priority, but man, I'm so excited that he's doing it. Yeah. And this article for the Atlantic, you know, he writes for the Atlantic and for him to write a piece in which he reconciles what he's learned about writing in terms of journalism for the Atlantic and what he's learned about writing in terms of reading Chris Claremont's X-Men issues. Yeah. Seeing someone work through those things, and talking about how you bring that to a character that you love and, and trying to make an impact by way of turning all of your uh, descriptions and statements and, and character design into a beat, a feeling, a, a piece of dialogue mm-hmm. in a panel. I think that's really unique. And I love the piece that he wrote because it gives us a little inside peek at what it's like for somebody to write a comic. And uh, Brian Bendis, has a book about writing. I'm trying to remember the name Mm -hmm. of the book, but he's, he's written a book about what it's like to write for a comic. And it's really interesting stuff. If if you want to have an appreciation for the art form, you, you get it from people like that. And so, I love that ta Gertz wrote this. Also, I want to say, hey, thanks so much for being a huge fan of comedy books. Hey, thanks Tune for,
0: uh, you know, listening, to us. I mean, we really appreciate yeah. you taking the time out every week to, you know, listen. I would love to have you as a guest on the Beautiful Struggle podcast, talk about your origin story. We'll talk
1: about that later. We don't need to deal with that right Oh, now. yeah, yeah. Thanks for sending us all those free books. Thanks Re- thanks you know, for reaching out. We really that. appreciate that. You And the five stars. That was awesome. Yeah, and I'm free to hang out on Saturday <laughs> to answer your question. That's cool. That's right. cool, cool, cool. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Staying with Black Panther, but moving into movie news, Chadwick Boseman uh-huh. is our Black Panther in the Marvel
1: Cinematic Universe. Did you see the GIFs? Did you see oh my the, God, yeah. the costume? And- with the whole the, the Captain America Civil War yeah. trailers coming out with Team Team Cap. And I ain't going to watch Mary. the trailer. But well, they, the, they, these but aren't I even trailers. The these are like animated headshots. It's just, they're just portraits. I'll allow it. Yeah. I'm glad you will. But it looks so good. Yes. It looks so good. And yes. apparently- Uh, Chadwick Boseman is doing a lot of research on the character and has gone so far as to develop a Wakandan accent. Now, I know I don't like... Y'all
0: know from listening to our past episodes, I don't like talking about gods of Egypt. However, (laughs) comma... No, 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 no. no, no. However, comma... Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) I'm interested... Worried? And concerned... (laughs) <laughs> At the same time, because your man, ta- your, your man Chadwick Boseman was holding down,
1: Thoth. you know, what you was, say? He was the character Thoth, the he, god of yeah, wisdom. He
0: was holding it down for 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 his people in White Gods of Egypt, and he had the worst accent. I have it a, was really bad. They, they, it added in making the movie
1: bad. Bear, bear with me. I have an, I okay. have a theory here. Okay, and the theory is that Chadwick Boseman knew he was going to be in this movie that was being whitewashed, and mm-hmm. he was upset about it. And he mm-hmm. thought, how can I subtly sacrifice myself? Oh wow, to sabotage this film? You saying he put himself up on the cross? I do believe so. Wow, I do believe so because I, I think, Chadwick, you're better than that. He better be, because you, you done
0: made up your own accent. That Wakandan accent hey, is
1: going to be better than that. Lord,
0: please, uh-huh. please be good. <laughs> I want it to be good. You know what I mean? He's done James Brown. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. He was, what was it, 42 was the movie? I forget exactly which one it was. Baseball movie, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so so, like, he's he's taken on characters before, so I get that. He is capable. He is more than capable. I'm ex Again. I'm not hoping for the worst, but that's probably the... That's, that, not, I have like him in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. That accent really took me out. Yeah. So when we talk about doing a new accent, I hope he kills it.
1: I'm saying... Uh, I want to see him in, kill it. In exercise, in... Apologetics. I'm coming up with a, a, a justifiable reason as to why that accident was so deplorable. Tell me more. And it's because he wanted to sabotage that movie. He he was being sneaky about it. He's like, I already signed a contract. I but I ain't gotta like it. Love it. I I love that. That's that's what I I choose to believe, and that allows me to continue being very excited for. Black Panther movie. Well, he did
0: say he did a lot of research for the for the character. He said mm-hmm. he read loads of comic books. Mm-hmm. He said he's pretty much tried to read everything that Black Panther was Would in. even show up. Yeah, at, even yeah. if he sh- showed up in it. And he said it was like the mentality was like just like a kid. Not like it. I'm doing research and I am trying to, you know, learn for this script like it's work. Even though it is work, it was more like I'm going to be a kid and I'm just going to dig into Black Panther. So, yeah, I, I appreciate him taking it seriously and, again, treating this form of media like it's something seriously to be treated.
1: Yeah, and I, I like knowing that he is finding joy in this. Yeah. In his research of the character and trying to make sure that he is presenting the character, depicting the character on screen well. He is finding joy in that process, and that's that's really uplifting. I'm, I'm really excited to see him on the screen. Yeah. I can't wait. And that Wakandan accent... I hope it's going to be good. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. I I think so. I have a feeling it's going to be that, like, he sounds like Eddie Murphy from Coming to America. Oh, gosh. I think that's what's going to happen. (laughs) Hakeem!
0: Anyway, um, so staying with movies, there's a Preacher movie coming out. No, TV show. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, A TV TV show show. on AMC. Yeah. Yeah. What what do you know about Preacher? Um, I read a little bit of it. I haven't read all of it. Um, I know it's on AMC, so honestly, that makes me go, oh, okay. You guys do pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like how I felt about USA. So there is a level of, again, good baggage or what's, you know, just trust that's been built up by that network that makes me go, okay, if you guys are doing this, then it's probably going to be good.
1: And Seth Rogen is one of the executive producers for the That threw me
0: off a little bit. I was like, really? interesting. Interesting.
1: I agree. Not
0: in a negative way, but in a, oh, you don't say.
1: Yeah, so there are promotional images for the show out now. There was a a teaser trailer that came out. Now we have a few promo images from, uh, I I guess, from AMC. They they, they seem to be official.
0: Yeah, they said they're going to be showing some stuff at South by Southwest, but for those of us who can't go. Mm-hmm. Hear these photos.
1: So we're we're getting an opportunity to see what the characters are going to look like in the show. We're seeing Jesse and Tulip and and Cassidy and the the main characters of the show. Uh, a few of the primary characters from the from the book. I'm I am worried about this show, really? Octavius. Why? I'm worried because the preacher is heavy and it's obscene. And it's difficult, it's challenging, it is vulgar. That stuff normally turns that turns you off, doesn't it? Those things normally turn me off. And I I think a lot of those things serve a function within the preacher comic book. Okay. They they it makes sense. It doesn't make it any less difficult, but they they make sense. And the reason that I'm worried about it is you bring it to television, and even though you have shows like Walking Dead, and and that you every Walking Dead episode has that moment where you're like Oh, gross. Ew. I love that moment. Yeah. So I know that. Well, they- how would you know, Adam? You don't watch the show. Yeah. Okay. Look, I watched three seasons of the show. Hey, don't. And don't. extrapolate it out. No, no, no. And extrapolate it's it. It's not out.
0: too late for you to come back. I know. At Adam J. Tetris, let him know that you want him to come back and watch
1: God. The Walking Dead with us. Yeah. Yeah. Work on that hashtag, by the way. That, like, this, here's an important movement. Get Adam J. Tetris to watch. This show. That's way too long. <laughs> That's yeah, 140 sad. characters right there. Look, the point is, is I know that AMC is comfortable with showing some down and dirty stuff, but I think Preacher pushes the boundary beyond what they would ever show and beyond that, what is appropriate to show on television. Mm-hmm. And I think that is going to negatively affect the show. And that brings me to a place where I think, and again, these are predictions, but I, I predict it, it's not worth it. You're going to adapt the show and you're going to neuter it for its content. Hmm. And it's not worth it. The well, medium you, is the message. And well, you change well, the medium you, and the message changes.
0: Do you think that it's impossible to tell the story without making it rated R? I mean, The Walking oh, Dead. Oh, goodness, no. The Walking Dead is heavy. I uh-huh. mean, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy. Like, they, you know, these are all AMC. Well, why are they all AMC shows? Yeah, well, those are all AMC shows, and they're excellent shows. But of those, very shows,
1: of those shows, one of them is an adaptation of a comic book, Walking Dead. And we right. know how I feel about that, which is not great. Right. I, I think when you take the source material and you adapt it into a different format, into a different medium, there are certain sacrifices that must be made because you are now making a new medium. It is a new art form. Right. And in doing this with Preacher, I think... Things that will be sacrificed are so great that the show will not like yet. what? Like, what's going to be sacrificed? Characters from Pre- uh, Our face from Preacher is a, a kid, a, ch- a kid, yeah, who tried to commit suicide, yep, and his whole face is warped and puckered and horrifying. You don't think they can do that? I think they can, but when you show that and when, when you turn that, when you present that on the screen, a lot of things happen. Seeing what art's face is going to look like on TV Mm -hmm. versus what he looks like in the comics and what they can uh, make happen in the comics is a very different outcome. It's a very different outcome. And I think it's a very different level of graphic nature. I don't think they're going to do this correctly. And I'm worried about it. And it makes me wonder are we all just cashing in on comics right now? Yes. Yes, they
0: are cashing in on comics, which is great. And it's concerning at the same time. I understand that. There's a level to where you're like, man, everything we ever wanted to see in live action is happening. And then, oh, everything that could be made to live action is happening. So you're going to have some stuff. You're going to have your DC Legends of Tomorrow, which is kind of like, Ugh, what is this? But then you're going to have your really good stuff as well. So- I'm hopeful. I guess, I guess I'm so wrapped up in the excitement of them doing these things that I'm hopeful until they show me that it's whack. You know what I mean? Until I see something that uh-huh. jumps out at me. And I personally have yet to see something that jumps out at me. So uh-huh. I'm assuming positive.
1: I, w- I want to pull from Dr. Ian Malcolm right now. Your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could. They never stopped to think if they should. Is it that deep for you That's right where now? That's That look, is really deep, Adam. You, look, you, you executive producers at AMC, you're so preoccupied thinking about whether or not you could pull this off. Never thought about whether or not you should. This, Adam, you're making this a really deep situation. I right? am. Are you, are you a huge lover of Preacher or something? I don't I know. I like Preacher for what it represents as a comic book. When you change the format of the story from a comic book to television or from a comic book to movie, from a comic book to anything, you change everything everything but we're excited about you know kugler doing black panther we're not we're not saying the same thing about that i think well you know what you you're you're 100 right we're we're not saying the same thing about that yeah we're we're hyped to go to wakanda a large part of that is because i I feel as though the resources are available to to do justice to tell the correct story okay wait a minute
0: this is what i think it is you trust marvel studios so you're a little more hands-off sure got you sure so you're like oh you've proven to me that you can do this so i put my concerns on the backs burner because i've seen that you've shown up shown up shown up shown up every time and you're doing amc fine. you're not the biggest fan of the
1: walking dead that's right
0: you start hearing about preacher eh, i don't know
1: that's right got it and I'm, I'm i that's why i start hitting on uh marshall McLuhan who was a philosopher uh, and 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 an educator on communication and talked about the medium and the message and the medium being the message. And And when I think about movies being made out of comic books, I think that there are, there's a lot happening there. Do you agree with that medium
0: being the message? 100%. Whole, wholeheartedly and holistically? Because if that's the case, it's almost like you can't like anything that's adapted anywhere else. There's no, got to be some sort of like gray area or this is a foundational understanding and we apply that when when applicable but, no, but blank-
1: it's, it's not it's not binary like i i can't like it if it's not the same message i just need to understand that it's new message it's a new thing case in point when Watchmen was made into a movie a lot of people were saying i'm really excited for this to happen because Zack snyder did a good job with 300 mm-hmm. this is what Zack snyder did ostensibly was take the comic book 300 and put those panels into a movie. Yes. Right? O- yes. Almost identical. Right. Right? And in some instances that works and in some instances that doesn't. But it ignores what, what gets lost. You, you can't take a panel from a comic book and put a panel exactly with real people and special effects and everything into a film and have it be the exact same thing. Well, ex- who's, who's trying to do that? Well, I think there are uh, uh, examples of people adapting source material and trying to make it as true to the source material as possible. Is that a bad thing? I think it can be a bad thing when you don't realize that you are using a different set of tools. Okay, so... If I paint a bridge, that's not the same thing as building a bridge. Sure. It's a completely different thing.
0: I think I hear a, a, a cloud of doubt. A lot of doubt. And I think that that's fair. Within that cloud of doubt, I think we also have to give credit where credit is due and be gracious and merciful at the same time. You're right. You can, Seth Rogen was great and like, super bad. You gotta, but, but I think the thing that here's my pushback on you a little bit you have to own your feelings instead uh-huh. of making other people responsible for addressing your feelings. Cause uh-huh. I'm, I'm trying to listen through what you're saying and go, where's this coming from? Cause I don't see anything to like warrant all of this. Sure. Sure. When I try to apply this, try to hear your thoughts here and apply it elsewhere. I'm like, well, if that's your, the way you look at it, then you can't be excited about black Panther. Then you can't be excited about gardens, galaxy, volume two. You can't, all of this stuff is adapting things we love and doing them in a different medium. So there's a level where you have to kind of like understand, Hey, Simmer. This uh-huh. is the
1: same Ghostbusters conversation we just had. Now I think I've, I I I appreciate that I have to have ownership over my opinion because this is my opinion and sure. my opinion only, right? And that is that is a fact. The thoughts, views, and opinions of Adam J. Tedros do
0: not represent Bear Fruit and Compugento. Man, man, or I,
1: <laughs> I have to add that into my like, Twitter profile, right? Uh, and, and, so I I appreciate that that reality. Man, man, sit back and let them tell this story, and I'll own that reality. And leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And what I, will, what I will put a button on is say, I am not excited for The Preacher Show. Fair enough. That's it. We shall see. We shall see. Want to find out what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> Marvel's got you brainwashed. Marvel has us both brainwashed. Hey, man. A lot, we've been saying that week good. after week. That means,
0: that means that they are doing the right thing. Yeah. All right. So let's go right into Batman v Superman talking about
1: 4DX. Do you know what that is? No, no, no. But I believe 4DX is when you get to smell and taste the film.
0: So apparently there's going to be this movie theater in New York City. It's going to be in Manhattan and they're going to be showing Batman v Superman in 4DX. So 4DX basically is, like you said, like the seats move and there's like different other senses that are involved. So it's kind of like making this whole like physical experience of watching the movie.
1: This is like the kind of theater in Disney World where you can go and see a show and the, mm-hmm. like, the things move around and you feel wind and rain and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then by the time you leave, you're all windblown, your hair's messed up. First
0: of all, why undone. would you take me to a place where you know I just got my hair done <laughs> and after that, you got wind and mist and all kinds of stuff in my hair? No. What you think I am?
1: <sighs> Make me sick. Take me home. Wait, I want to hear that voice complain about Lex Luthor's long hair. Nah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> what we have to start naming these characters. <laughs> I don't know who that is. But can you imagine when well, this is a mist and stuff like that? Yeah. Yo, you take a you might want to play Hey, listen, hey, listen here,
1: Listen to this. You might want to go to the theater
0: first before you take Try the girl you're trying
1: to impress. Hey, maybe you get that ultimate ticket. You can go infinite times. Right. Get that old. Do you think the ultimate ticket works in a 40X theater? Absolutely not. Uh, 4DX probably works.
0: I mean, the ultimate ticket probably works at one movie theater or one chain of movie theaters, uh you know, and you probably have to like have all these stipulations. Well, you have to check in by this time and get your ticket by that time. And if there's a certain amount of seats, I'm totally guessing. I
1: don't know if this is true, but okay. So regular movie ticket costs around like 14 or 15 bucks. Mm -hmm. RPX movie ticket costs around like maybe it's like 15, 16 or whatever. IMAX, you're getting into the $20 range. Right.
0: 4DX, how much are we paying? Haven't the slightest idea. Didn't look that up. They didn't say in the article. But, yeah. I'm assuming, if you're gonna be having your girlfriend yelling and screaming at you because you got her weave messed up, uh-huh. it better be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, babe, this is the experience. You gotta come in with a shower cap on or something. You gotta put your raincoat on, girl.
1: Hey, you put other Batman uh, news in here for me today. Uh, the, the Batmobile. It's coming to my favorite game. Rocket League. Car soccer. Car soccer, which is uh, is still legit and I'm still playing every single day. And since you you play soccer as a little car, why not be the Batmobile? Why not be the Batmobile? I'm so about that. Same Batmobile from Batman v Superman. You're How do you it? like that Batmobile? I'm I'm into it. I think it looks it cool. It looks awesome. It looks very slash it looks small. very small. Oh, it, you think it looks It looks kind of small? small. Okay.
0: Uh, maybe that's from you know, we were coming from the Tumbler, which, which was, was a tank. gigantic tank. Yeah. It's not bad. I just, I see it and I go, can two people fit in that? Like, yeah. where are you going to put somebody if, you know, you lock somebody up and you got to take them to Gotham PD? Where do you put the, the third person? What if Robin's in there?
1: Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. what
0: if somebody else is, I don't know, but I think we're going to be okay. I don't think I need to answer all these questions right now.
1: Look, one thing I know for sure about that car though. Tell me. Excellent soccer player. Think so? Does great on the field. Hmm. Yeah.
0: That's my, that's my prediction. Okay. <laughs> well, well, why don't you go do the research and come back to the show? And yeah, I'll come know. back
1: with with absolute findings. Right. I will bring evidence with me. Bring us the facts. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's too bad I'm real bad at that game. I mean, I enjoy it a lot. Really? I was just really bad. Yeah.
0: I saw the video of it for the first time when it's I fun. saw this. It looked like... I can see how it's fun. It's very fun. Yeah. But I can also see how... You could get smashed at it if you don't know. Agreed.
1: Uh, also, in DC film news, not just talking about uh, Cars. J. Jonah Jameson is now Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon.
0: How do you feel about that?
1: How do you feel about him playing you? <sighs> How do I feel about him playing me? I'm. I like Gary Oldman a lot. You see Whiplash as yes, <laughs> and he was uh, amazing. J.K. Simmons was spectacular in Whiplash. That that whole movie was so tense. It had the same. Uh, intense reaction for me, as I think Mad Max did. Maybe even more so. Hmm. I was like holding my breath the entire time I watched Whiplash. Yeah, the movie was spectacular. I I'm excited because I like J.K. Simmons, but at the same time, my uh, my inner nerd, my movie nerd, is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, actually, I think the situation is uh, I don't understand how we've got uh,
0: J. Jonah Jameson who's going to be playing Commissioner Gordon in the uh, Batman v Superman movie. Uh, Excuse me. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. It's the uh, Justice League movie. See, the situation is Marvel and uh, DC are not in the same uh, universe. So it's not possible that we can take this guy and put in the other one. That's all I have to say.
1: Thank you very much. So, okay, look, I got to have a response to use for that person at all times, right? right? Multiverse, bro. Uh, so I'm, I'm about it J.K. Simmons is very cool It's interesting that we'll get You know He he was a flagship character Very memorable Clearly As J. Jonah Jameson We haven't seen him as J. Jonah Jameson mm-hmm. In many years Yeah uh, I wonder if he'll have the same impact
0: But it seems like You know This universe Which we haven't seen the movie yet Is a more serious universe Than You know Spider-Man yeah. Dancing and singing in a musical
1: Ugh. Yeah Why'd you have to bring up Spider-Man 3? Hey <laughs> Hey, hey you got, oh no. we got to go there eventually. Uh, so
0: it's going to be interesting to see the same actor from Whiplash take on this character and take on like, it's, what's, what I'm assuming is a more serious role.
1: Yeah. I think he's going to kill it. I, I want to take a segue from your referencing Spider-Man 3 and talk for a moment about Venom. Not Topher Grace Mm-mm. from the movie Spider-Man 3. Uh, not, not Topher Grace's Eddie Brock. No, nah, no. Nah. But just Venom, because Sony is apparently working on a Venom movie, and it got dropped for a little bit, and now we're back. What's going on here?
0: I don't understand what's going on here. Marvel and Sony have made a deal so that Spider-Man is going to be in Marvel Civil War, right? Yep. And they're going to partner together with Sony to make this new reboot of Spider-Man, which is a, you know, hard reboot, right? But this Venom movie, word on the street is, has nothing to do with this new Spider-Man completely reboot. Completely Nothing separate. to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They do not, like, connect in any way. This yeah. is the word on the street. So I'm like, Sony. This is confusing. What are you doing? Yeah. This is an area where I have, I pick my hand up and go, excuse me, this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You know, like, now this is not making sense. You can do whatever you want to do. It's your money. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. it's it's your property. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. But as a fan, I don't understand how you're going to build a Venom universe and have a Spider-Man universe coexisting, but not coexist. I'm lost.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. I, in in terms of the. The, the differences between Sony's movies and their universe that they've built and are rebuilding frequently, and then the Marvel Studios universe that they have built and continue to build onto and right. add to and trying to make some sort of like coexistence happen. And man, reconciling those things together is really difficult and this is not going to help. And I'm I'm not a big enough Venom fan to say it's worth just no chip yeah, just throw some symbiotes at the problem. Let's get carnage in there. Let's yeah. get let's get venom let's get anti-venom in there. Let's get toxin in there. Let's get everybody in there. I, I think it's going to cause a lot of confusion for new fans.
0: Now this is where we apply The thing you said with we spent so much time thinking about if we could that we didn't spend enough time thinking about if we should. It's like, can we squeeze some money out of this? Yeah. Oh, well, let's not just let that sit there and waste away. We can make money off of that.
1: But there are odd circumstances. Sony Studios owns a piece of Spider Man and Marvel owns a piece of Spider Man. It's like they've got Spider Man on timeshare. Yeah. You keep them on the weekends, I keep them during the weekdays. That's confusing to me. So it's like,
0: who's gotta pay child support? So it's like Marvel got to pay child support <laughs> to Sony.
1: But, uh, yeah. Face it, Tiger, you just hit two different Christmases. Yeah, you got two Christmases. Gosh, yeah. Uh, Marvel, come
0: get some Pampers for your kid, and come pick him up when you supposed to. Make me
1: sit. Is that is it? Is this Man Man's mom? I is don't know. Watching after Man Man as well as Peter Parker. Maybe. Okay. Maybe Man Man and Peter Parker are friends. Yeah, they got to team up. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Pay us Marvel We'll figure it out uh, You also put in A little bit uh, A little more Spider-Man news Which which I need you To walk me through Because I like, gotta be honest With you Octavius I don't know Who Zendaya is Okay so, so We're on the street again Zendaya
0: is playing A role in this New Mar- new um, Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. She is an a- uh, Actress She's been okay. on Disney yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I think she does Music as well I'm not okay. the biggest like Music Zendaya fan True. I didn't recognize it When I see her mm-hmm. You know what I mean um, Beautiful girl I'm excited for her playing a role, but I don't know what she's playing. Yeah. So I kind of like reserve my opinion on this until I have more information. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's dope. It's dope to see somebody I recognize in there. Yeah. Let's see what she, what role she plays. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what Chef D got.
1: Okay. Hey, look, it's all new to me as far as I'm concerned. If it, she, she looks really pretty. Uh, I don't know who Michelle is within the framework of Spider-Man. Lost. So it seemed interesting to me uh, in terms of a press release. Uh-huh. It'd be like, hey, Martin Lawrence is going to be in the movie. And guess what? He's playing Dave. And I'd be like, who's who's Dave? All right. Take care, guys. See you next time. <laughs> yeah, Exactly.
0: Like, what? Like, what kind of what? Uh-huh. Who's that? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of shoulder
1: shrugged it. I was like, okay. Well, I mean, we'll yeah. we'll find out more. You're not going to believe this. We got Will Smith for the next Spider-Man movie. And you know who he's rolling up as? Tom. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic.
0: <laughs> Last piece of news for this week. The woman who voices... Um, uh, What's her name? Ah. Zendaya. No, no, ah. it's not... <laughs> Shoot. Not Zendaya. Uh, Miss Martian. Miss okay. Martian. Okay. So the woman who voices Miss Martian was saying, look, binge watch, Young Justice season ones and t- seasons one and two on Netflix. Yeah. So that it's more possible for Netflix to consider
1: picking up a season three. You're gonna try to cheat the system. You've already seen it, yeah? I have. Are you just gonna keep watching it? Keep play it while you're away from home. I've been watching it. Was I've been watching it when I'm at home
0: just enjoying it. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Um so the thing that I thought was interesting, she said, Netflix, pick up a season three. Yeah. Now, that's the first time I've heard that. Interesting. I've just heard season three, one of season three, but, you know, Netflix is doing everything. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
1: you know, let's I see. I like that. I, it seems like this is a message that empowers people like us. Yeah. If you like it, you consume it, You there will be more. I like I like that very much. I really appreciate that.
0: All right, we got a new segment here, guys. Mm-hmm. New segment, and we are going to call it Talk Back. So, here's the big thing. Comic Book Junto and geek culture, it's all about sharing, and it's all about feedback with our friends. Shared so, experiences. Yeah, so you guys who are listening, we consider you guys our friends, and we want to hear from you. So, we have a new hashtag we're going to use, AskCBJ. Mm-hmm. You can shoot us questions. Um, through that, and we'll try to answer some of them on the show. We also have an email you can use, comic at com b 3 dot tcom Yeah. Please, talk to us. We don't want this to be a one-way thing. We want you to ask us questions, talk with us, and we can kind of address some of those things on the show. Mm-hmm. And we have a few things we're going to talk about on the show today.
1: Yeah. Uh, first, if we're going to reboot Spider-Man, Miles
0: Morales. Yeah. I mean, that's really what I would like to see... Um, and it's weird because, like, that's not going to happen mm-hmm. unless... Yeah, we talked
1: about this on the last show. You know, unless bit. we
0: go multiverse. Multiverse, you know. bro.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, like, ultimate universe. Or what about realistic expectations? You know, if, 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 if short of Miles Morales, if we're talking a new Spider-Man movie, we know that we have a new Spider-Man lined up, and mm-hmm. it's not Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- what would you look forward to see in, in a new retelling of the story? I don't know. You go first. Me, uh, I have, I have a lot of love for Spider Man's villains of the bad guys. Mm. I grew up just loving Spider Man because he had the coolest villains. Yeah, set. and I really, really, really loved Lizard. And they've done the movie with the Lizard, and I thought that was kind of crummy. It yeah. wasn't my favorite. I would love to see them move away from the goblins a little bit. Mm. Yeah, you they, they keep going so- there. Many to lots. choose from, lots, and I think it would be really fun if you started dipping your toe into some of the other characters. I want to see, uh, I want to see Black Cat. I want to mm. see Craven. I want to see Chameleon. I want to see. That's my answer, Craven. Craven, yeah, yeah. I want to see Craven. Absolutely, Craven's yes. got a whole thing. I want to see Rhino, but not. And Paul they can Giamatti. connect. They could
0: possibly connect that to um, Black Panther too, right?
1: Yeah. Craven? Yeah, 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 yeah! Absolutely. You know, Craven is you know he's a world traveler. He's all over the place on the hunt for a big game, right? Yeah, which is the reason why he wants to bag uh, the, the the superheroes, right? Yeah. How how bad would that be to put on your mantle? Like, yo, you you got a Spider Man? Yeah, you got a Spider Man. So yeah, I would love to see Craven. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on the villains. I'm trying to think about what I would want to see, and like. Outside of Miles, I think you're right that, you know, doing the villains justice, but also that kind of like takes a crap on, on the possibilities when they're going to do a Venom yeah. standalone that's not connected, but you know, that's my thoughts. Agreed. Next question.
1: Uh, we also got an email from uh, someone named Simon Martin. Well, first of all, shout out uh, Z. Thanks so much for sending us a, a yeah, tweet appreciate with that you. question. Thank you. Uh, we, we got an email, uh, which originally was a Facebook message and then forwarded to Octavius and I both from Simon. And Simon what up, Simon? Yeah, uh, well, Simon had a lot of really interesting things to shout say. Shout
0: out to you, Simon. Simon, thanks for, for tuning in. You know, thanks for the five stars, positive uh-huh. comment.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate your email in which you highlight a couple of things about diversity in Marvel. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing in particular that I wanted to pull out from this email that, that really struck me that I like. Uh, he says, quote, I, I did have something to say about diversity. I think Marvel sneaks in diversity in ways that young white readers may may not clearly see, but makes them understand things that they wouldn't have identified with characters from comics. As an example, X-Men. X-Men is a social commentary on race relations, segregation, civil rights. In many ways, you could paint Xavier like Martin Luther King and Magneto like Malcolm X and Marcus Garvey. Right. There are really good examples in there, Simon, and I I wanted to say I appreciate your email. Yes. Because what you are bringing to light is... The fact that diversity doesn't need to be shown in comics as only having black people, only having Muslims. Doesn't only only
0: need to be shown
1: that way. Yeah, right. It's not the exclusive way of showing it. And Mm -hmm. I have a great fondness for the X-Men and the way in which they handle what it's like to be an outsider, what it's like to look like somebody who is marginalized. Beast is a blue man, right? And they, there are a lot of things going on with beast. And there are a lot of examples of, um, you know, what would it be like if you were a person who was completely see-through, you just see your guts and like, how do you live your life? How do you be, how are you taken seriously? How are you treated fairly? Like a human, like a person. Uh, and hell, I said human, but you're a mutant. You know, where do you reconcile what right. you owe yourself up to? Right. Are you a mutant? Or are you a human? Who do you play uh, uh, up to? And, I appreciated the fact that you were bringing that to light, but what, something that I wanted to remark on is I I do think we give Marvel the credit that they earn, and the pursuit of inclusivity never stops, ever. Just because you try real hard
0: doesn't mean you hit the mark. Yeah. That's my thoughts. Yeah. Just because you do some things right doesn't mean, well, look what I did. Like, let your girl come to me. And come Come to me. Let your girl come to you and go, you know... I want more romance in our relationship. Well, I just bought your flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look what I just did over here. Look what I just did over there. It's like, true, Mm -hmm. but that's not what I'm talking about right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. While that's true, while that's important, I'm talking about the normalization of people of color. Normalization is a key word in there. Normalization. It's normal. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone is not... White, straight, and male. Like I said, over and over and over again. So yes, maybe diversity can start to become hazy and unclear and not specific enough. So I'll make it a little more clear because I think there's a legit, that's legit feedback. And one, thank you for sending the email. Thank you for hitting me up. Thank you for hitting us up because this is what it's all about. It's all about the debrief. It's all about sharing. It's all about discussing this is fantastic and i think it even pushes me to be a little more specific about what i'm saying because i don't know how i'm coming off mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah sure yeah. so what i'm really really focused on is the normalization of people of color
1: yeah and i'm glad you said that because i think the the x-men serve as an allegory for uh, People who are outsiders, yes. regardless of what and, it means and to be outside. Being an outsider, outside. right, it shows up in all kinds of ways. And I think that's a, that's a beautiful thing. But the thing that I, I, I am getting very excited about and the thing that I want to see more of is people who exist in our world, in our real world, who yeah. are able to look at comics and say, that person looks like me. Yes, because when you walk outside, everyone's not white.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, everyone's different. On the inside, Mm -hmm. everyone's different on the outside. However, when you look at media, you see a lot of people who look alike, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So if we kind of like wash that away by going, oh, well, one guy is so-and-so and and one guy's da-da-da-da, I appreciate the pushback because it's like, look, let me be more clear. Yeah. That's not what my world looks like. Right. That's not what it looks like when I walk out of Indy Hall. When I get off the train, when I get off my motorcycle, when I do go here and there, when I go to the movies, when I go to the comic book shop, everybody's not white. Right. So when I look at media, that's not the normal world that I live in. That's some that's some made-up planet. That's some made-up place where everybody's white. Yeah. And I don't understand that place because when I go to the movies, everybody on the screen's white, but everybody in the theater, there's all these different ethnicities and backgrounds and worldviews and people look different, but the screen all looks the same. Mm-hmm. So- that's what I'm pushing for. While diversity shows itself in many different ways, the normalization of people of color in media is what I am really passionate about and convicted about.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I, I have an appreciation for all of the effort that Marvel, that DC, that image, that anybody in comics, anybody publishing comics, anybody writing and creating these stories, I have appreciation for what they've done so far. And I, I want everyone to know that it doesn't stop that you don't right. you don't get to say i'm done yeah it's it I want never an stops. ongoing reflection of our world that's good yeah that's good an so, ongoing reflection of of our world that's good simon martin i appreciate the hell out of you thank you very of. much for writing that email and uh and, and making sure that we you know we're clear about our expectations and 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 what we get excited over or frustrated over yeah and thanks for pointing that stuff
0: out because we need to make sure that we're not just talking into you know, the ether. Mm -hmm. And if we say something that you want to add to, or if you say something that you want to push back on or give us challenge on, we welcome it. Yes. We are welcoming to it. Don't feel like, ah, I don't want to say that. You know, and Adam and I aren't aren't always going to agree. And we're not always going to agree with you. And sometimes we are, but we want the back and forth. So,
1: hashtag AskCBJ, email comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to the last segment of our show today, which is our book of the week. Yes. Uh, we are going to be talking about a book that actually came out last week. So forgive us for doing this a little bit differently, but I, I think this is important. The- oh, wait. Pull this real quick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's run through the pull list for today. Because fast. we got Because uh, we got a little different thing going on today. What do you got right now? You got a lot going on there. I will go first. I had a very light week. Um, real light week. Mm-hmm. And
0: because of that, I decided to pick up some other stuff. Mm-hmm. So new coming out this week, I got Spider-Man, Deadpool, number three. And I got Bat uh, Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number... No, I got Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number
1: one. Ah. Um, I went back and started picking this up because mm-hmm. the guys at Brave New Worlds recommended it. So new comics that I picked up today. I picked up uh, The Vision, issue five, which I am so stoked on. I I love The Vision and I hope... Anyone listening to this who reads comics is also reading The Vision. It's great. I also picked up Headlopper, uh, number three. It's a quarterly comic, uh, so it, it comes out every uh, few months, every three months. It's it's fantastic. It's really fun, and it's coming out through Image. This is the third one, and I'm excited to take it to the next chapter. And I picked up uh, Thor, the newest issue of Thor. This is it, issue number five. I only picked up three books today, so I did a little bit of, like, Retcon shopping. Yeah, I did too. I went and I actually picked up
0: The Dark Tower. Yeah, the first book. Yeah, because I heard about Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey. I said, let me go ahead and get into this. Mm-hmm. So I picked up the first book of that. Excited about that.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really interesting trade. So I'm I'm excited to find out how you feel about it once you dig into it. Um, I uh, I went back and I completed some books that I'm I haven't been picking up regularly that I intend to. And one of them uh, worth mentioning is the black hood from uh, a, 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 let's call it an acquaintance of mine, mm-hmm. a former Indy hall member, a really cool guy, a local writer from uh, the Philadelphia area. Yeah. Dwayne Srazinski, And uh, he's writing at this really, really cool cop thriller for the Archie comics. And uh, it's uh, about a cop or a former cop in Philly. And I love seeing Philly in comics. I I really love seeing Philadelphia, my city, represented in panels. Yes. So I'm really stoked on that. Very stoked on that. But that moves us to the book of the week, which is Black Widow. We are getting into spoiler territory right now. What that means is we very much hope that you have picked up and read Black Widow. So you, you had a week stick with us. You had a week. We hope that you did. If you haven't yet, maybe hold on. Otherwise, this is our recommendation for you to pick it up now. Spoiler territory begins. Octavius, how are you feeling about Black Widow number one? Man,
0: this was really good. Yeah. I text you. When I read it, I'm like, no, pick this up. Uh huh. This is on the pull list from now on. What do you like about it? It is just like visual action, 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 action. Just like. It's like a spy movie fight scene, jumping out of cars, gadgets. Yeah. You know, it's not even a whole lot of talking, honestly. It's just. Very little dialogue. All visual. You really get a, get a sense of what Black Widow's capable of doing.
1: That, you know what? That, I'm so glad you phrased it that way because we see Black Widow in a lot of different roles. We see Black Widow in the movies. We see Black Widow in appearances in other comic books. I think this book shows us what she's capable of. Yeah, this 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 really makes me go,
0: Yo, she's freaking amazing! Incredible. I think in a way that I didn't even know. Like I knew, oh yeah, you know martial artist, you know, weapon specialist. She's slick. She's a spy. Cool. She's awesome. This is it's, this it's is like, next level though. She's James Bond. Yeah. And like Bruce Lee. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like hand to hand combat specialists. Like all mixed into and she uses her womanhood as well at the Mm -hmm. same time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like all at the same time.
1: Yeah. The the issue starts
0: super... I'm sorry. I'm just going off. She's
1: super tough. Yeah. She's not like dainty. No, she's getting rocked. You know what I mean? Just getting back up and rolling with it. Yeah. She... She, uh, We start this issue with uh, Black Widow basically getting attacked by a bunch of different shield agents, right? A whole bunch of shield agents are, are going after her. And Maria Hill is yelling. Hey, everybody stop what you're doing and, and stop black widow. She does not leave right now. And she is putting people down left and right. Yeah. She's getting dog and, and getting up out of it. And then she smashes through a window in one of my favorite panels. Like opening, this is the opening credit scene, right? Yeah. To start the movie, it's like a movie. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and she smashes through this window, and it the the panel zooms way out, and she is just jumped out of a helicarrier. Now the crazy
0: thing is when you're when you're when you're reading the comic, you think. Okay, she's fist-biting in this building. And when she jumps out the window, the reveal is fantastic because they zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. And you see this tiny little speck of a person in this huge sky falling
1: down. That splash page with her jumping out. Just a little speck. Right. Jumping out uh, of... Uh, really gives you scale. It's... It's incredible. And then from there, it's just, it's Black Widow doing incredible things. Mm-hmm. And the the action and the speed and the intensity, Yes, it never stops. And Full the entire throttle time- throttle
0: the whole time.
1: Yeah, the entire time, uh, uh, Natasha basically, she says nothing mm-hmm. until we get to the very, very, very end of the comic book. What, what the guy say
0: is like, a, however much fall, she makes it look like a ballet dismount. Yeah. Like that, again, lets you know what she's capable of. Like he- the, you know, a guy that she's fighting midair when a car jumps out and flies after her and all the rest of this stuff. When she hits the ground off this crazy fall, she lands like a cat. Yep. And he's like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. he's even blown away.
1: I love the panel where she's grabbing onto the one dude and she kisses his helmet. Right. And then just grabs his jet pack away from it Yeah. Pulls his rip cord, so he's like poof, out of here on the parachute. Right, grabs his his jetpack away from him, and she's like, "No, okay, bye." I thought
0: it was dope how she kind of like oh. pl- played on. It seemed like she played on what she she thought his view of her was. Yeah. So as she was falling, the way they drew it, they drew it so her eyes looked like, "Help me," you know what I mean, like, "Oh, I need help," yeah. kind of thing. And he's like, "Yeah, I thought so." Yeah, and then when that happens. She actually gets close enough to him, she steals his jetpack. It's amazing. It's like, th- there you go. That's what I'm talking about. That was dope.
1: I, I love this issue. It, it's a really fine example of a writer and an illustrator working together to make something that they could only make together. Yeah. And I, I like seeing that because I, the team dynamic of, of Wade and Samny is unstoppable. I, I've seen that once. They're still on fire. Lightning has struck twice. And this book is incredible. And for them to get to the very end of the issue, you, you'd think with any other issue, you'd be like, okay, well, that was just like a beat em up. Yeah. There was no substance. Yeah. When you get to the very end of the issue in the very last panel, and Black Widow doesn't even know what she just stole. Yeah. She has no idea what she was even protecting, what she was going through hell to, to save and get away from all of these S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. All these people are flipping out about losing some intel to her, and she doesn't even know what it is. Right. So why'd she do that? Does somebody hire her? What's she up to? Um, there's there's still this palpable mystery like i i have this intrigue to know what happens now Would we you want to know what happens i do want to know what happens next, I, what happens next. I'm, I was so blown away by this issue it was such a strong first issue it's it's got to stay this good i mean, the, the, these these people are incredible
0: you know for me it really speaks to what i said back in the day about how i used to buy comics for the artwork just the artwork yeah the fact that there's very few words in this kind of took me back to that.
1: Yeah. Like, I just love the way this looks. You just have this exhilaration of following the panel to panel. I would love to have like a
0: blown up version of this and frame it. Yeah. Like some of the, you know, like the fight scenes and like put it on my wall. Yeah. That'd be great. When I get my man cave
1: one day. I, I love everything about this issue front to back. And it's fun to just flip through and look at for a long time. It's, it's, compelling and provocative and easy on the eyes yeah i was just looking at it on octavius's phone and he's got it what was that was that the marvel, the marvel. app yeah the marvel app. so he's the using code. the marvel app and it's got the smart uh, uh panel flow so it like moves like a movie it zooms in on panels and zooms out and and it moves so well it's so kinetic i'm 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 blown away this this is a must buy you got to pick up this book i'm i'm loving it i can't wait for the next one can't wait. Good Can't recommendation, wait. by the way. That's all you. Absolutely. That's all you. It was great. Uh-huh. Go buy it. Yeah. All right. Next
0: week, book of the week, Power Man Iron Fist number two. Yes. Oh, my
1: God. Finally. Has it's it been back? a month?
0: Uh, I don't know, but I'm happy. I'm not asking Oof. questions. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So go pick that up. Mm-hmm. That's our book of the week next week. Mm-hmm. Read it before you listen so you can be in on the conversation. Hey, shoot us some tweets. Shoot us some emails. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Let us know what you thought about the book of the week. Um, and even as you read um, Power Man Iron Fist number two, shoot us some feedback about that. Let's just get the conversation going. Yeah. We're asking you. Talk back to us. Don't
1: yeah. just listen. Get involved. 100%. Even, even if you don't have a question, you just want to share what you're thinking about, man, send, it a, send that our way. Yeah. I would love to know what you're thinking about. Uh, somebody... Uh, hit us up online and asked if we were picking up uh, Mockingbird number one, which came out, Marvel's Mockingbird number one. Mm -hmm. I didn't pick it up today, but I would love to know if you did and what you thought of it. Yeah. Keep us in the loop. If you see something that you're picking up regularly or just discovered and you want us to know about it, please send us a message. Geek culture is more fun when you share.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: All right. uh Let them know where they can find you on the internet, Adam. You can find me online, on Twitter, and on Instagram using the exact same name. It is at Adam Teteris. That's at A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. And, uh, you know, I'm, I've been taking a little bit of a break on the dark matter sequential, the thing that I'm always talking about at the end of, of each of these uh Episodes. John's. Each of these John's. I'm still working on it, but we're taking a slight hiatus. So you can still check out that work at www.darkmatterseq.com. But I'm saying that out loud because I got to be honest with you. I feel a little guilty. I haven't updated in a little while. Do it for the people, Adam. Uh Uh-huh. I I do it for myself first. Oh, okay. And then for the people. All right. And then for all of us. All right. Mm -hmm. How about you? Where am I finding you online? You can find me on the
0: internet. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Trying to ramp up my Snapchat usage. I notice. Um, <laughs> I like it. At Octavius A. Newman, O C T A V I U S A N E W M A N. Can hit me up there. This pod. This <laughs> podcast is a product yeah, of yeah, Bear yeah. Fruit. You can find Bear Fruit on Twitter and Instagram at B three A R F R U I T. Send us an email for Compu Junto. Junto at B3ARFRUIT.com. Shoot us emails there. Remember, use the hashtag AskCBJ. If you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on SoundCloud. And we are on Overcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Overcast is the app that I use for all of my podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I have tons of podcasts in there. And uh, for whatever reason, Comic Book Junto wasn't showing up for a little while. And miraculously... Yeah, You know what happened? I was complaining about it. I'm saying, mm-hmm. I don't understand why this doesn't work. We Look made this. Look, it doesn't work. And as I was showing somebody that it doesn't work, it works. We made it. It happens. So we're on. Yeah. If you use Overcast, rejoice.
0: There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Go to BareFruit.com. Check out our website. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle. Um, this week's episode, I interview, I actually have a conversation with Jay Givens, uh recording artist about his origin story. That's really dope. Check that out. Um, Did I forget work with that, by the way. i, um,
1: I just going to say as an aside, and I know I'm a little bit biased here, but I want to say it out loud. Fantastic work with The Beautiful Struggle. Thanks, man. It's it's consistently excellent. That's good, man. That mm-hmm. means a lot. That's what the goal is. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Did I forget anything? Mm, no. No, I think that's it. I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Join in next week. We're going to have more news about weather. We're mm-hmm. going to have more news about cars playing soccer. Yeah. We're going to talk to you about Martin Lawrence for a, a whole long time. Yeah. And more voice acting of me just making up characters. Loving the that. that. Honestly, it's the only reason I come anymore. Thank you, that's, that's why. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I come for your pink hair as well. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do, you, yeah, do You have to. It's, all, it's, all its, it's oh, on its way man. out.
0: Oh, man. Send us out. This is great. All right. Until next time, guys. Peace. Oh, 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 oh.